Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Hi, I want to start today with a question. Do we look at people, on people, through people, for people? When you look at somebody, what do you see? What do you observe? Do you look at them? Do you look on them? Do you, <laughs> when, when, when you're walking down the street, when you're um, sitting on a bench and seeing a lot of people walk by, when you're in a food court, in a restaurant, and you see people eat, how, how do you look at them? How do you perceive them? How, you know, how are you in these social circles? How well do you understand people? Uh, today, I want to look at observation because it's an important um, awareness to have in the social setting that we live in. So uh, let's uh, dwell into it and uh, you'll find the show notes in uh, the uh, website eq.org.au also in the links that are down the bottom of this video show if you're watching it or in the podcast if you're listening to it. So episode 30, observation, observation, very, very important for our social understanding. Understanding observation, social observation is the process of watching someone, of watching someone. You say, oh, do I need to watch somebody, Nathaniel, here? Well, you watch someone all the time, you watch people all the time. How can you watch them better? Just because you see does not mean you observe. If you see someone, doesn't mean you can observe what's going on. Observation is more than simply seeing something or someone, but rather a mental process involving both visual and thought. So you don't just see, but you assimilate and you process what you see. You process, uh, so in social awareness, we talk more about people, so not so much about things or, you know, uh, scenery or views but more about people. How, do you, how well do you process what you see in a person? So that is social observation. Observation through situational awareness. Observation is not about being judgmental. Sometimes we think that we need to judge and critique and look at the characteristics and uh, see things that way. No, no, no. Observation is not about that. It is not about good or bad. It's, it's about seeing the world around you, seeing the person in the world around you and about having this situational awareness to understand where the person is both in the environment and in the situation that they're in. Interpreting what it is that others are communicating both verbally and non-verbally when you meet these people, when you see these people. So when you look at somebody what are these people transmitting to you? What can you observe in them, both verbally through the expression that they say, but also non-verbally, the way they walk, the way they dress, the way they uh, gesticulate, the way they smile, <laughs> the way they carry themselves, their posture maybe. How can you read these people? 
also in the way they communicate, in the way they share, in the way they articulate things. Whether you're a parent watching your child, which we love to do, and that's observation as well, or you're watching a couple fighting at the park, hopefully not too often, social observations happen, uh, observation happens all the time. You're always observing things, you're always observing people, you're always in the thick of it all. We are generally good observers because when we have to be, oh, we are generally good observers because we have to be. <laughs> the only way you're going to get through this life is if you can observe well because you need to protect yourself. So um, generally we've had to be good observers. And historically, especially in the past, now we live in a very safe world, but in the past, if you weren't street smart, you get robbed, you'd get uh, injured, you know, someone would attack you. So observation was very, very important. Pass forward to our time, especially in the Western world, and less and less observation is required because less and less security is required. We're not threatened as much as we used to, do, to be. So we are becoming a little bit more lazy in the way we observe people, but we need to bring this to the forefront because observation is very, very important. I even said here, we are generally good observers because when we have to be, we are. Otherwise, we become lazy. We become lazy observant. Good observation skills give us the opportunity to test and validate what others think, feel, or intend for us. This is very important. So if you develop this ability to observe better and better, which is what we're doing here in positive psychology, you can then test, you can validate what others think, what others feel, and also what they want to do with you, what they intend to do with you. What, so you, you're able to, to read between the lines, you're going to see beyond the curtain, you're going to go deeper in your understanding of that social setting. Are these people kind? Are they unselfish? Are they empathetic? Or are they selfish, cruel, indifferent, and apathetic? So you're able to make sense of what's going on. I'm saying non-judgmental here, but at the same time, you will be able to see some characteristics about these people by observation, which will entail you uh, the, the decision whether you want to go further with these people, where you want to uh, back off from these people, whether you um, think that you know there's a common ground here, maybe you can help these people, or you just want to uh, keep away from these people. So social awareness, this social awareness is very, very important through observation. Spontaneous and induced observation. A couple of ways uh, we assimilate observation. Observation can be spontaneous, which is passive, relating to some relevant knowledge or experience. So um, we, we make sense of things or we observe things without thinking too much of them because we already are based on the experience. So if, uh, let's say, if we observe somebody running, we know what it feels like to be running because we've run ourselves. Uh, so that immediate uh, observation brings us to an experience of ours in the past and we understand that person. We don't have to think about that person. For example, if somebody laughs, we laugh with them. Again, it's spontaneous. Uh, we observe uh, the laughter in them and we just laugh with them or we see something funny. We can also cry, we can also yawn, we can also cough if somebody else is coughing. So we mirror those things through observation as well. So this is just a spontaneous 
way of observing what goes on and a lot of the times we mirror that uh, observation. But there's also induced observation which is active, correlating information to make sense of new things. So we are also, so we observe things that we are familiar with and we can associate them with some experience of the past, with something that we already know. But there's also unconscious, uh, there's also, sorry, non-conscious induced observation when we experience something new and we try and make sense, we try to process that which we see to understand it better. Especially children do this all the time. They have to uh, have induced observation in the sense they've got to learn new things all the time. They've got to grow all the time. And this is good for them because they are exposed to observe, to, to see, to assimilate, to practice. And uh, unfortunately, we lose a lot of this as we grow up because we rely more on spontaneous uh, observation. We, we rely on our gut feeling, which often is good, but not good enough because we can develop more and more so we can grow this. So uh, my encouragement is for you to be aware of both and not be afraid of uncertainty, not be afraid of the future, not be afraid of learning new things, but going for them because by observing you can assimilate a lot more. This is also for relationship. There's a lot of people who are used to some relations that they have or people that they have in their life and they don't want to explore anymore or any other relationships. Uh, so because that is certain, that is sure, that is uh, non-threatening. But the only way we're going to enrich our relationships and enrich the life that we have is to have this ability to observe other people and process other people and develop more relationships and just open our hearts to other people. We don't have to go deep instantly with everybody, but we can grow our, our circle of friends, we can grow our circle of acquaintances as we develop more and more. So relationally, it's very important to have this ability to correlate information that you hear from people to make sense of new things and to make sense of new relationships. Uh, observe yourself to observe others. So, if in order to have social awareness and to be able to read people, in order to be able to observe people better, you need to get to know yourself. You need to be in tune with yourself before you can be in tune with others. So I always encourage people to have that personal awareness, that self-awareness, because if you're out of personal awareness, you will not have that social awareness. You will not be able to read other people. So get, in, get to know yourself really well and the way you get to know yourself better, um, the more you get to know yourself better, the more you will be able to relate that observation towards other people and observe others as well. So I've put three steps down there in your notes to observe yourself in order to observe others. Number one, pay attention, pay attention. Pay attention to yourself and then you will pay attention to others. So live in the present moment and eliminate distractions. Now never in history have we been more distracted than now? And our biggest distraction today is not our children, the Nagas, is not our colleagues, it's not somebody just barging in, it's the digital technology. We've got notifications on just about every platform that we're on. You know, you got, I don't know, uh, phone, SMSs, WhatsApp, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Messenger. Uh, you name it, Viber, Skype, I don't even know, YouTube, you know, it just goes on and on and on. And throughout the day, we are, get, we are bombarded with all these distractions. 
then we get caught as when you know you open messenger you open facebook you look at the news feed then you watch a little video then you do this 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 before you know it minutes and minutes are taken away from your day but not only that your focus is taken away from the very moment that you're supposed to be in so you lose track of yourself not just of time you look you lose track of your thinking you lose track of your processing you lose track of of of, of your focus that you know on the task at hand so pay attention live the present moment live in the moment what are you doing right now who are you being who are you becoming i mean do you, do you sense what's going on in your life or are you just going with the flow everyone's watching this i'm doing this everyone's on the phone i'm on the phone everyone's driving this i'm doing this everyone's uh, you know working here i'm doing the same thing i mean are you self-aware are you in tune with what's going on and why you're doing the things that you're doing know yourself and you will know others observe yourself observe your patterns observe your thoughts observe your behaviors observe your attitudes why am i thinking this way why am i spending too much time on this why is my behavior this way why do i have this attitude towards that person why don't i like that what irritates me what triggers that in me why am i not with the family why am I spending more time, I don't know, here than there? Get to know, you know, almost detach yourself if you can. Uh, you know, uh, just, just see, see what's going on in your life as if you were somebody else. Observe to understand, not just to see. Observe to understand what's going on. Observe yourself to understand. And then observe others to understand their life and what's going in, on in their life. Observe to memorize details about other people and their stories. So when you hear people, when you hear people sharing their stories, learn to memorize aspects of their stories to understand them better. The way you can observe people better is by understanding where they're coming from, by understanding their perspective, by understanding their values, by understanding uh, their view on life. So try and, uh, you know, you, the, bridge some gaps. And the only way you're going to bridge some gaps is by remembering some aspects of what they're sharing. So to observe others, make sure you memorize bits and pieces about what they're sharing with you. And then you can bring it together to form a better picture for yourself. Number two, know your values. Know your values. Detach yourself from your person and watch your values. Most people have values, but they don't know them. And one day we will speak about values as well, I'm sure. And uh, you've probably heard me talk about values before. Values are so important because consciously or unconsciously, everything we do in life is related to our values. We do what we value, what's important for us. But get to know your values. Once you know your values, you can identify what other people value as well. So your values determine who you are. Your values determine what you do. Your values determine how you live. So watch your own values to understand the values that people have. So it's almost like detach yourself from who you are and see why do you behave this way? And so why do you come home at 4 o'clock? It's because you value family and you want to spend time with your family. Uh, why do you train three or four times a week and go for a run? Because you value wellness. So you, when, when, you see, when you value wellness for yourself and you see that value in yourself, you can easily identify that value in other people. 
But if that thing has never been a value to you or you don't know your own values, you will not see it in other people as well. So you don't have that social awareness. So observe things in yourself and then you'll observe those things in others. So awaken yourself to your own reality and then you will grasp the, the reality of other people as well. Number three, look toward the ideal. Look toward the ideal. Who are your ideal heroes? Who do you look up to? Who do you admire the most? What are the characteristics, characteristics you admire in those people? And how will your ideal self look like? So think about what you would like to become. Think about your ideal self. Think about those people that you value in your life. Think about those people that you look up to in your life. They could be people, I don't know, could be sports people, they could be uh, friends, they could be, uh, you know, mentors, they could be, uh, I don't know, people that do TED Talks or you podcasts that you listen to and you wish you were like them. Uh, they could be characters of the past, they could be people that wrote books or, you know, great, great writings or sayings or, I don't know, it could be people from the Bible, I don't know. But look at those heroes, what are you learning from them? and how you would like to become like them. What would be your ideal self? And when you can identify that, learn to see others in their potential as their ideal self, because that is a wonderful observation to begin to not just see the person as they are today, but also as what they could become. But that needs a lot of observation, needs to understand who do they look up to, who do they value, what are their values, and then help them to go to that step. The only way you can assimilate that information is by observing. So observe yourself to observe others. The three steps are pay attention, number two, know your values, and number three, look towards the ideal. Application. I love this. So now this is your opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity for you to develop this skill, the skill of observation. Think of a situation where you lacked some observation and write down specific things you will do next time. So think about a place or a person that you've entered in contact with or you spoke to and you didn't exercise any observation. You just basically imposed your own views and you left it there. What would you do next time? How much would you listen? What would you try to see? What would you look for? What would you observe in them? Would you look for their values? Would you look for their ideal situation? Because most people will give these clues, uh, you know, clues away. They'll say, look, I'm in this uh, situation where, you know, uh, I can't spend enough time with my family. My work keeps me until 7 o'clock at night in the office. So you've identified this man has got values. He values family. So you observe that, okay? You see what they're going through. Uh, they'll say, you know, ideally for me it would be to finish work at 5, so... I can see the kids before they go to bed. So again, he spoke of an ideal situation. Again, by observation, you can realize what this person would like to become. And then you can become more socially interactive with that person to help that person. So just having that awareness, this, this ability to observe, can put you in a better position to help other people out there and to understand other people. This world needs to be understood. The people around you need more understanding and you're able to develop these abilities to understand them and go on a deeper level with them. Well, I really hope this blesses you, and I value the way you 
subscribe and rate us and share this material because, you know, if you and I get a little bit better and then we distribute this and we share the goodness with others, others are getting better and this whole world becomes a better place. Thanks for watching. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.